If you're always on the go like myself and don't have time to sit down and read, Audible.com is a great source to be able to catch up on the latest bestsellers. Listen to it while on the road or at the gym. Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital audio information and entertainment on the internet. Audible content includes more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Audible carries Audible books in every genre imaginable business, classics, history, self development, just to name a few. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30 day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash replay and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Currently, I am listening to the classic One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, Black Fish, Blue Fish, Old Fish, New Fish. Okay, that's、This、genius. Go to audible.com slash replay. That's audible.com slash replay and get started today. The company is much in the news. Thank God they got a CEO before this started, or else he'd have been on a hotter seat.、Um, and、uh, he's, he's been at Twitter, he just told me, six and a half years.、Um, He's in charge of probably the most difficult part of the company right now and in general.、Um, but he's a fantastically interesting guy, and、uh, you'll be hearing more from him. And he just introduced Moments on Twitter、uh, this week.、Uh, Kevin Wheel. Ah. So, are you happy the CEO is picked before you got on here? I, <laughs> I can give you a better answer, sir. I know, that's true. I would have wrestled you to the ground until you told me. But you might not have known. <laughs> no, we're super excited to have Jack back. It's, it's amazing to have a founder there. I you know, was fortunate to work for Dick for many years and loved、mm-hmm. it, but there's something,、uh, there's something special Jack brings as a founder. There's a simplicity and a consistency、mm-hmm. that he brings to our product, and we couldn't be more thrilled to have him. Good. Well,、um, let's get into your job, though. You're the head of product, correct?、Mm-hmm. Is that the scariest job in Silicon Valley right now? I think it is. <laughs> I think it's an awesome job. Okay. Frankly,、right. I work with great people. We, we're building a product that touches you know, 300 million people every month and more than a billion people when you think about how Twitter plays out across websites、mm-hmm. and other mobile apps.、Mm-hmm. You, as a product manager, as an engineer, you want to work on a product that matters, that impacts people,、right. that changes the world, and I can't imagine a better place. Let's get back to the scary part. <laughs>、um, one of the issues is around the Twitter product. That's been a lot of the complaints from analysts. It's been around.、Uh, in, Many investors, you have many loudmouths, but lots of people who have things to say about、mm-hmm. the product.、Um, and you also, it's one of the areas that people feel that Twitter hasn't innovated enough in, that they've let Instagram, WhatsApp,、um, WhatsApp uh, Snapchat, others sort of move forward in ways that are more creative. And it's up to you to really change the product in ways that keep up and also innovate beyond.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you also now have a CEO who invented the product or was one of the key inventors of the product. Um, how do you look at your role then? Because you have a CEO who really is a, the, the product person at this company, and then you're running the product. How do, you, how do you think about what you have to do with the Twitter product? I mean, our, our, the whole next 12 months for us will be about making the product simpler for newer and for casual users、mm-hmm. while increasing the utility that we bring to all of us who use the product every single day.、Mm-hmm. Um, Jack thinks of himself as an editor,、right. he raises the bar, he asks questions. 
and he contributes great ideas, but ultimately we have the smartest people in the world working at Twitter, mm -hmm. and we try and uh, assemble them into small teams that have a lot of autonomy that move fast with great ideas. So let's unpack what that means. Mm -hmm. So what parts, I mean, let's start with the 140 characters. We reported that you were contemplating more than 140 characters. Can you give any detail on what you're thinking about that? That's a very important paradigm of Twitter, is this very pithy, uh, short kind of thing to do, yeah. the hashtag. In my opinion, great product teams should always be challenging their own assumptions, mm -hmm. and that's something that we're doing every day, and Jack is encouraging us to do that. Okay. If you look back, I'll give you an example. If you look back a year ago, think about the Twitter timeline. The, mm -hmm. the top of the Twitter timeline was the tweet from one second ago, the most recent thing that anyone said. Right. If you look now, the first tweet that you see on Twitter is the most important, the most relevant, the most meaningful thing, mm -hmm. because we have a product called While You Are Away, so the, the first thing we show you is the most meaningful tweet that you missed while you were there. Mm -hmm. So we've fundamentally changed what the Twitter timeline is mm -hmm. in a way that's made Twitter better for casual users mm -hmm. and for users like you and I who use it every single day. Mm -hmm. It's only deepened our usage mm -hmm. according to our data. Right. So that's an example of how we're not, will it, or not shy about changing something that's at the core of Twitter. All right, so how many characters? What are you thinking about that one? People <laughs> think about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's something, again, we're going to be... Uh, we're think, our goal is to make it so that people can express themselves on Twitter. Twitter stands for free speech. We stand for empowering dialogue, and our goal is to make that possible for everybody. And we'll right, do what but, it takes. But again, like, what does that mean? Did you get into the Facebook? Because ultimately, some of the problems with that is it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's too much talk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. stop talking. Like, if I see, like, oh, no, it's not so much, you know, from all kinds of different people. Yeah, there's a power in brevity, and yeah. so, um, yes. and so there, there's a way to balance that, we mm -hmm. think, and um, I'm not making any announcements today, but we okay. have a lot of great things that are going to be coming okay. in the future. All right, so what else will change about the Twitter experience? You just introduced Project Lightning Moments. Mm -hmm. Explain that. I was just trying it, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. I have yeah. to say, I, I, I don't dislike it, which is a, a thing a nice oh, thing that's to That's so nice of you to say. Uh, that's yes. the nicest no, thing Kara's like ever it. said to me. <laughs> I don't dislike it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Um, no, I um, I like it a lot, and I just I, I, it's interesting to get into. Like they have the new shirt. It's a, it's very Snapchatty. I do spend a lot of time on Snapchat because my 13 year old does, and I like to chase him around the internet. Um, <laughs> but um, but it's it's Snapchatty, but it's actually easier to use in a lot of ways than Discover or something like that. Is is that what it's based on, or were you thinking something else? Now the idea you behind all understand moments. What it is is they collect tweet. Oh, here's the Sherlock premiere, for example. So they show Sherlock coming out of a cake. I don't know why. Um, so they show interesting and relevant tweets, videos. It's, it's a mix of stuff. Vines. About vines and stuff like that about the upcoming. I don't know why she's doing that. Um, but it's interesting. It's an interesting collection mm -hmm. of different things about different topics. This one's Empire Brings the Drama. Uh, Tom Hank Finds Student ID. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's interesting. Um, Will Smith to tour. They're all over the place. They're kind of all over the place. And then you have different areas like um, uh, entertainment, sports, news, today, fun. This Everest thing was kind of cool. Yeah. Climbing Everest. Yeah. So think, tell me how you're all thinking of this. Sure. The idea is really simple. Everything that happens in the world happens on Twitter. Anything that's going on, there's somebody with a phone taking a photo, posting a video to Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Moments brings that together in a really easy way, so you instantly understand what's happening in the world. So on Twitter today, you have to go out and find that content. With Moments, we're bringing it together, we're curating it into rich visual stories mm -hmm. so that you can instantly get the best of Twitter. So if you're a new user, 
you don't have to uh, you don't have to go out and find who you follow. Right. You can instantly get what's happening on Twitter, what's happening in your world. Mm -hmm. And if you're a user, a core user like you and I, it adds to the timeline. It helps us understand, or it, it's a new avenue for us to discover great mm -hmm. content. Mm -hmm. Um, so we think it's a fantastic product for everyone. Who uses so you, so again, it's also a little like Flipboard. It, it has like echoes of all kinds of things. What, what do you see it? Was you just going, oh shit, the Flipboard people did that, and Snapchat's getting all the kind of traction with stories and things like that. You have publishing partners who mm -hmm. make them, like Vogue made a Fashion Week one, and then you look at what they want to do. How many people do you have working on them? For example, putting them together, you have partners that make them. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think when it comes to the visuals, the way I think about it is we're using the entire canvas of the phone. Mm -hmm. That's a really simple and straightforward idea. More people should be doing that. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it rich and immersive. Um, so when we put together a story, it's a combination of algorithms and editorial. Mm -hmm. We have people uh, at Twitter, a small number of people. How many? Uh, just a, a handful, actually. Because we're b trying to be smart using algorithms, mm -hmm. the idea isn't to scale this with humans. The idea is to scale it. Uh, in many cases with partners. So we had, we were just looking backstage at a moment about Fashion Week in Paris, right. and Vogue is doing the curation. There was a moment yesterday about the Syrian refugee crisis, and Washington Post did, a, did the curation. Mm -hmm. So they're bringing together, I mean, these are companies that tell stories for a living. They're bringing together the best mm -hmm. of what's happening and putting it right in front of you on Twitter. So you want people to use, make it easier to digest Twitter. Mm -hmm. What do you think the number one problem of the product of Twitter has been? What do you? What do you? What? Do you, what, what are you both like? Oh, we shouldn't be doing that. The biggest challenge we're looking to solve is it's like Twitter. When you when you have a graph, when you have done the work to set up the people you want to follow, um, Twitter is one of the most amazing necessary products. There's nothing like it. It tells you instantly what's happening in the world, and it tells you 10 to 15 minutes before you're going to find it anywhere else. But it takes work to get there, and everyone in the audience probably knows. We've we've put years in many cases into getting our graph exactly right. And that's the challenge of Twitter. If you don't put that in, then it doesn't give you the value back. Right. And so products like Moments are exactly in uh, the direction of solving that problem because we're instantly showing you the best of Twitter. So you get value 10 seconds after you open the app. And then, of course, you will, uh, you'll begin to follow people and you'll begin to do everything else over time. Mm -hmm. But we're instantly giving you value. So you, so one of your, what is your greatest charge from Jack? Is it to raise usage or numbers or delight? What is the, what is the, or make it sensible? Because sometimes I'm, someone was describing Twitter to me, and I, I like Twitter. I use it a lot. Um, it's probably my favorite app. I would mm -hmm. probably guess. Um, uh, it, it is a little like library books strewn all over the floor. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like oh look over here, look over here. But it's not as organized. You could say that about YouTube. You could say that a lot of products are like that. They're a little bit confusing. Um, others, like Instagram, aren't as confusing. It's a little more understandable how to use all. You do have to follow people. What, do you, what is your success? You know, Jack Dorsey's like, I need you to do this. What is, the, what is the indication of success? We think from the customer first, and that's something that Jack uh, brings in spades. Mm -hmm. We think from the customer first. So people open Twitter. They want to know what's happening in the world. So our success metric is, are we telling them that? Do we instantly give them what's happening in the world? If you're a new user, Moments does a great job of that. If you're an experienced user, you've probably got a great graph and a timeline. So Moments can add to what you're already getting. But our goal is to tell you what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, Twitter is, like I said, it's, we stand for empowering dialogue. Twitter is a way for everyone to share what they're experiencing, what they're seeing, what they're thinking in the moment, and get that to the exact right audience. So those are the two problems that we're trying to solve for people. And that's, that's how we think about the world. So 
when you're in this product role at Twitter, and again, I, I don't mean to labor the scary part, but there's been more product heads of Twitter than, I'm trying to think, um, idiotic statements from Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> you know, um, That's impossible. Now, he's doing a lot better. <laughs> he's doing a lot better with the idiotic statements. He gets more successful the more he makes. But it's, there's been so many product. Is that what's been the problem there at Twitter, um, the, the changing product heads or, or, or not enough direction? You know, I think less about that at this point. Um, you know, I, I came from the side. I worked on our ads products for about four years, mm-hmm. um, built them from, uh, from a, a very small team to, uh, to what's become a great business for us. Right. And well, that's in, an area you haven't been doing badly in Twitter is ad sales, which is interesting. Yeah, that's been great for us. And, and so when I took on the, the consumer role about a year ago when Dick asked me to step into the role, um, I... I think one of the things that I was able to bring was a notion of continuity because I understand I've been at Twitter for a long time. I have the relationships. I have the confidence of the team. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think there's been a stability as a result of that that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And so you, that you don't worry about the changes. You feel like now it's in for a stable period of... Yeah, I, I couldn't be more excited about the future. It's so, it's so good to have jobs. Let's back. talk about that future. What do you, where does Twitter go in five years? How do you envision that? I mean, I don't know if you'll be there in five years or next week. I don't know. Right, okay. Um, where does it, what does the product look like and on what devices? I, I was trying to think of where would Twitter be on a, on a VR device. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, don't even, I can't even see it like that. But yeah. how, how do you look at that? Because it's very text-based. There is an element of video and photos, and there's more and more of that. Yeah. But it's text-based in a lot of ways and hashtag-based and, and that kind of thing. How do you look at it in the devices going forward? Well, Twitter is the world's most powerful communication tool. Mm-hmm. Um, you see what the world is saying. Twitter enables you to see what the world is saying. And again, you see it 10 to 15 minutes before you see it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So when we think about the future of the product, we think about enabling that. Mm-hmm. And if you can understand what the world is saying, we want to bring uh, the most relevant, in- interesting, impactful information to you in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that plays out well across any device, whether it's sure. on your watch. We were a launch partner for, um, for the Apple Watch. Right. Whether it's Rather your unsatisfying car. on the Apple Watch, I will tell you. Not your fault. <laughs> Every uh, one of them is unsatisfying. Because, oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe you should take that up with a different... I uh, keep trying. <laughs> I'm hoping they'll notice. Yeah. I still am wearing it, so there you have it. But I think it can work great in a VR device. It can work great on, uh, in a car, wherever... The beauty of Where Twitter is that it's public... Where would you public. put it in a car? Where would, you, would it be on the windshield? Because I think that would be a problem. If we can tell you what's happening in your world right now, what's happening in the world right now, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want your car to, in a text-to-speech kind of way, why wouldn't you want to know that as you drive mm-hmm. in? Or as someone drives you in, so so, or as the automatic so it would be so. What, UI what, give me in. an example of that. So, uh, if you're coming into work, mm-hmm. you deal with the kids. You uh, you finally are on your way to work via your um, your automatic driverless car. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't you be getting an update from the places you care about, the brands, the products, the causes, the people you care about, in the moment? as you're on your way to work. All right. Why shouldn't we deliver that to you? Only Twitter can deliver that to you. So what would it be delivered as? Voice? In a voice way? Like, hashtag, my, my eggs were delicious. What? I don't get I, <laughs> I think it depends on the, on the form factor. If, you're, if you've got your full attention, you've got your mobile device, you've got your computer in front of you, then of course our, our existing products work. Mm-hmm. But if you're, um, if you're focused on other things or if you're driving in the world where we're still driving, yeah. then why wouldn't it be text-to-speech? Okay. The beauty of Twitter is that it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Where do you imagine that, that will be that? De- is it will be a wearable? Will it be a VR device? If you had to, like, you're thinking a product, you have to think about yeah. where the next platform is. 
I mean, Facebook has bought Oculus. They obviously mm -hmm. are making a bet in VR. Yeah. They don't have a phone, so they have to buy something. Yeah. Um, so where do you imagine the next? It's a good question. I mean, I, I think VR will be a fantastic world. I, um, and, and Facebook is clearly making big bets there. Um, the Internet of Things is fascinating, and it's fascinating for How Twitter, so? Tell honestly. Tell me that. I'm going to show you an interesting picture with VR. But go ahead. How so the Internet sure. of Things? Because on Twitter, you can create an account for anything you want. We see um, there's an amazing account the guy created. He hooked, up a, um, he hooked up an RFID tag to his cat's collar and an RFID tag to his door. And whenever the cat goes out the door, it tweets. And whenever the cats come in the door, it tweets. Each cat has a different collar. He knows where his cats are all, at all, all times. He knows when they're, they're inside or outside. Mm -hmm. we, had, uh, we had an example in the Olympics. Ah, humanity. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> right? Um, we had an example in the Olympics. We hooked up a camera to the bottom of the Olympics, of the pool in the Olympics. And when the swimmers were stretching to the wall, it took a photo and tweeted it. Hmm. So there are all these amazing like devices and things that tweet. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and Twitter is an open public platform, so you can build networks of these things that talk to each other and, and can power all kinds of different things. VR so. is going to be interesting. I think that's an interesting challenge. This is a picture. I don't know if you guys can see it. This is Bradley Cooper using VR. He, he, he renders him unattractive, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> um, he didn't know we were taking this picture. Um, but it was interesting that, I mean, he's smiling. I'm not sure what he's looking at. But um, it creates a whole different environment. I, don't, I couldn't see lots of apps that are popping out in that environment whatsoever in the, in the virtual reality. I mean, I'm not very creative, so. Um, so talk a little bit about where um, being at the company right now with all the swirl around it. Do you think it's calmed down? Do you feel? Yeah, we feel, I mean, so Jack What's, has been at the company, from my perspective, Jack's been the CEO of the company for almost four months now, I think. Right, right. You know, he was interim for a while, but there was no way in which he acted as interim CEO. Mm -hmm. So we've gotten into a rhythm. It's been fantastic working with him. And, mm -hmm. and to me, uh, like, the team is focused on executing. We've got a great roadmap ahead, and, like, that's what we're focused on. Mm -hmm. Why do you think people are so obsessed with Twitter in that way? Is it just the media? Is it the investors? Or what? How do you, from inside, what's yeah. it like? You know, honestly, like, I, I take it as a badge of respect in the sense that we're working on something that matters to people. If Twitter didn't matter to people, then it wouldn't be interesting to cover. Mm -hmm. But people care about it deeply. People, people care about the impact that it makes on the world. And so we're in a bit of a fishbowl, but I, like, I look at that as, a, as an indication of how deeply our product matters. Mm -hmm. That's a really positive way to look at it. Um, <laughs> let's I talk remind about, myself of that every I know, time you write an article. Oh, come on. I got it right, <laughs> didn't I? Come on. Um, so Vine, Periscope, mm -hmm. they're all separate standalone. They're under you, correct? Yes. Talk a little about them, because I'm fascinated. I find Vine fascinating. I, again, I have two young kids, and they love Vine. Yeah. They love what, consuming Vine. Yeah. They do not make Vines. Mm -hmm. They make Snapchats. It's a really interesting shift. They yeah. consume Snapchats, but they mostly make them. Um, how do you look at Vine and Periscope going forward? Yeah, both Vine and Periscope are... So and why are they separate? They're separate. So both Vine and Periscope operate independently. Uh, they have GMs uh, that, that work with the rest of our teams. Yeah. They're reporting to me. But, right. uh, but we let them, and we want them to operate independently because they are their own communities. Mm -hmm. The Vine community is unique and distinct from the Periscope community. They have their own standards, their own, um, their own everything, and we love that. Uh, but there are also ways that uh, there are a lot of great things that we can do to make them work better together, mm -hmm. and so that's, that's the benefit of, of us all being in the same org. The, Vine is fascinating. Vine started as a social video platform. It started as share video with your friends. 
And its users have taken it much more in the direction of an entertainment network, yes, yeah. where instead of sharing with your friends, you're following creators. And these creators are amassing millions and millions of followers and becoming the next generation of stars. Mm -hmm. Like you look at, I mean, your kids probably, they don't look up to movie stars. They look up to Vine creators. Yeah, they like people with hitting their head on the door in 15 seconds. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, if you, if you think about um, Silento. I'm so pleased with the quality of entertainment. <laughs> I'm sure it was so much better back when we were all. No, here. no, we had Gil we had Gil I had Gilligan's Island, so yeah. I don't feel like I can defend yeah. it. But like Silento, right? Watch me whip, watch me nene. Silento right. became big on Vine, okay. and that's true of so many people. No idea audience. what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will ask my 13-year-old in a minute. Um, yeah. So, but the, where does that go? Where does that go? Because ultimately, they they are totally amused by it, and will mm -hmm. watch it over and over and over again. Water spilling on the head. It's very. It's almost Three Stooges in in the stuff that seems popular to me, or maybe my children are idiotic. I think it's that. I think it's music. I mean, the, the hits break on Vine. So right. it's sort of the, it's becoming this taste-making community, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's really powerful. So where do you go with that? Is that an advertising medium? Is it a, what is it? Is it a business, or is it just? Our focus for now is just on making it more and more of, a, of an amazing consumer experience. So they're thinking, in a world where you have these creators <laughs> making amazing content, how do you expose people to the right vines? Mm -hmm. um, how do you enable them to discover? Because, it, again, it started as a social, and it's social platform, and it's moving towards an entertainment platform. And what about Periscope? How do you, is that grown as much? Yeah, Periscope is a phenomenon. Periscope has been outstanding. Kayvon, uh, who leads Periscope, mm -hmm. announced... I think I, recently that mm -hmm. they have over 10 million users and those users are watching 40 years of video every single day through Periscope. Mm -hmm. It's in many ways like Twitter, it's, there's this amazing democratization of content. You have, you have people documenting the Syrian refugee crisis live at the same time as you have Jimmy Fallon uh, walking people, walking his fans live through his monologue that he's going to go on, that's going to go on a show that night. You have scientists talking about their research, and you have chefs taking you backstage. It's more long-form version of Vine. Yeah, and there's this just this amazing um, breadth of content, mm -hmm. and you're, it it takes you to a place where you're seeing the world through someone else's eyes, and that's been uh, it's been incredibly powerful. Where has where is that going? Where do you imagine it going? Uh, again, you know, one of the things that they're thinking about. There's so much great content on Periscope. Mm -hmm. You've got people uh, showing what they're seeing in the Syrian refugee crisis, for example. How do we make sure that the people who care about that can see it easily because it's a similar problem to Twitter in that right now you're finding people to follow, mm -hmm. but actually uh, yes, there's these amazing hard. events yeah. around the world that you want to, to be exposed happening. to. Yeah, it's interesting audience growing. I I had lunch and five thousand people watched it. It was really bizarre. Yeah, I, it's like you're a bunch of idiots, but uh, <laughs> fine, I'll do it. But then I did uh, when Uber in France was. Um, there was a strikes, yeah. oh and I, I couldn't get to the airport, and I walked to the airport several miles with my drag in my suitcase. Like, it was just ridiculous, and passing all the French um, cab drivers, and I just cursed at them. I'm like, you assholes, <laughs> and stuff like that. So they blocked all the airports, and it was good. I had a lot of viewers. Yeah, and that's a great example, too, of how the platforms can play together. You're seeing Vines come into moments. So the content that's being created on Vine and ultimately on Periscope come into moments mm -hmm. and help tell that story. Mm-hmm. Actually, it, the product wasn't launched yet, but we had, internally, we were using it, and there was a moment around the Paris taxi strike that made you just sit up and go, oh, my, and I, wouldn't, I never would have seen this content on Twitter, and suddenly it's brought to me with a single tap, and I'm looking and understanding, like, from the source, what's happening on the, in the Paris taxi riots, and that's when we, one of the times when you really knew, like, this, this product is going to be powerful. Are, are you doing enough with celebrities in that area? That's one, I've heard from a lot of celebrities that you guys aren't doing quite enough 
working with them? Do you feel like you are, like working and getting them, using them? Something like that would be, you know, Jimmy Fallon's one thing, but do you have enough of that, or is that yeah, not we important? S- we spend a lot of time actually talking to, to celebrities and to other, uh, we call them BITs, understanding how we, very, very important tweeters. Oh, really? Um, okay. Uh, understanding how we can meet their <laughs> needs, because they're, they're, they're different than many other users on the platform. Uh-huh. Um, so actually, I think Moments is a fantastic opportunity. Um, we're talking with, with celebrities and influencers. We're also talking with a lot of publishers because uh, Moments were aggregating attention to uh, us a handful of the most important things that happen every day. And will it be a tool that anybody could use? Yeah, that we, have some, we have some really interesting ideas for how we open up Moments. So anybody could create it. And, yeah. and already, um, already anybody can create and anybody can embed mm-hmm. uh, these Moments. So just like you can embed a tweet on a publisher site, on Vox, mm-hmm. we, saw, um, we saw the Washington Post curate a moment and, about the Syrian refugee crisis and then embed it on a story that they wrote about the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So you had, you had editorial content and then you had this amazing view into it uh, seen through people who were experiencing it on the ground through Twitter. Interesting. And how many characters is it going to be? <laughs> the moments is a whole story, Kara. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah. Questions from the audience? Please, for Kevin. Questions? Questions? Please, there's one. Hi. Hi. Um, so Kim Kardashian West wants it. Jack Dorsey says it's a great idea. When are we going to be able to edit our tweets after they post? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I like the assumption in the question, when. When? Yeah, when? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's actually... It's like there, the most basic of requests. You know, there are, I'll give you a bit of insight into it. There are real challenges with that. Oh, I know. You, it's you hard. Want, I, I love this from technology people. It's real hard. Like, Walmart never says to me it's really hard to get the orange juice on the shelves. I don't care. <laughs> like, just fix no, it. no, it's not technically hard. It's, the challenge is actually you embed tweets. People, people retweet you everywhere. You wouldn't want a world where somebody said something, you retweeted it, it came from you, you were essentially... Right. They're representing their content, and then all right. of a sudden they changed it. So there, there are real things to think about as you think about how you would make editing tweets possible right. with retweets and everything else. Say you embed a tweet in a news story, right. and then somebody goes and edits it and totally changes the content of the tweet to say something that, you didn't, that they weren't saying when you embedded the content. Oh, changes in meaning and stuff like that. Changes the meaning, yeah, totally. They could totally. just delete it, too, if they didn't like it. They could delete it, but that's different, yeah. right? They don't want to, suddenly, if they change the meaning and you've put it on Recode, right. then you're representing an entirely different thing than you thought you were. I wouldn't so, worry about Recode. So there are real, okay. <laughs> right. okay. so um, there, there are real things that we think through uh, with regard to that specifically. Right, right. Anthony Nobro must be waiting for this product. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> thought that was DMs. <laughs> DMs, whatever. So in terms of the core product, you guys have made big leaps and bounds in terms of timeline and while you were gone. But I still feel a very disjointed experience between desktop and mobile. So here I, I'm literally going through my timeline as you're talking. And I know when I go back to my laptop at the hotel room, I'm going to be in a completely different experience. What are you doing to like unify the core product a little bit more between mobile and desktop and other uh, platforms that you uh, operate on? Yeah, it's a great question. And I mean, ultimately, we want to build the best experience for every client. And that means, um, that, means that the, cl- the web experience, we can do some things that we can't do on mobile and vice versa. If you look over the last uh, year or two, we've focused a ton on mobile because that's where our users are. That's where the attention is. Um, and so in a world of limited resources, we are going to focus on mobile first. But it's critically important that we bring the best of, of Twitter to every client experience. So we'll have, some, uh, we'll have more to say about that. But believe me, 
we do uh, we are focusing on making the web experience better. Trey? Yeah, so um, a lot of messaging platforms now are, you know, this idea that instead of apps adding messaging, but you have these messaging platforms that are basically adding apps on top of it, platforms to develop on top of. And y'all have started to, you know, open up the developer ecosystem again. What are the plans? You know, there's there's all these other messaging platforms, you know, and, and you know, and especially internationally that have become these platforms. What are y'all's plans to actually open that up and be able to build on top of the platform? You know, uh, that's such a rich, uh, you know, sort of operating system for that for messaging. Yeah, DMs have come a long way. If you look a year ago to today, DMs are an entirely different product, and we see that reflected in the usage. Uh, we have some really cool ideas on that front, some really Twitter-specific ideas. Our goal is not to copy what's been done elsewhere. Our goal is to think about what makes Twitter special, what makes us unique in the way that people use the platform and the way the graph works, um, and things like that. And from there, how can we build the most value, the most utility into DMs? So we're going to have some stuff soon. We've got some great ideas. Stay tuned. I have one more question. I'm sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. What, what's the deal with TweetDeck? Are y'all just ever going to do anything with that anymore, or what? Is it dead? <laughs> TweetDeck's absolutely not dead. We have a great team in London who's working on it. He doesn't seem... He thinks it's dead. Yeah, I mean, all, all the power users on Twitter are like, hey, what happened with TweetDeck? Like, Moments isn't in there. There's just, it just like operates differently than everything else. Well, Moments launched yesterday, and the question with Moments and TweetDeck Jesus, is... Jesus, Trey. Um, Trey, if you don't get me my website quick, I'm going <laughs> to... Trey's the head of CTO yeah. of Vox Media. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, question with, uh, the question with TweetDeck is it's a, it's a different audience. It's, it's two, ultimately two audience. There are some real power users on it, and then there's a whole host of publishers on it, people who are um, using the product, using Twitter to understand how they're being mentioned and talked about, people who are using it to find great tweets to syndicate. And TweetDeck serves both of those user bases. Um, so moments, I think, are really valid for one of those. And consuming moments is less valid for a publisher looking to embed content. Great. Last question. Do you think Twitter will stay an independent company? You don't have to answer this. This is a Jack question. I'm going to ask you anyway. Absolutely. Our goal is to stay an independent company. I think Twitter is, Twitter is a force in the world. And uh, I think the way that we can best accomplish the impact that we want to have is as an independent company. Great. Even if Google backs up the truck of money? <laughs> Our goal is truck. to stay an independent company. All right. I'll leave you at that. Thank you very much, Thank Kevin. You.